D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast with your hosts, Karen and Dan. Welcome to the D&D Character Lab, a show based around the one thing we as players cannot resist. And that is compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Every week, we bring a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of published content and scoring it against a predefined table of criteria. It is then up to Garen and I to use our charisma modifiers to convince one another that the baby we created is better. We are into episode 11, kind of a new step in the show here. We got through the first 10 episodes. We went through levels 1 through 10. We rolled in the end of episode 10, rolled a 15. So our episode 11 characters are level 15. Before we get into it, I do want to send a big shout out to some of the fantastic people in the community that we've met. We've been live for about two months now, and thank you so much to Hot or Not Matt, Matt Fields, look him up on Twitter, at Matt Force Fields, like Force Fields. Uh, I also just want to take a moment to thank Sand Dragon Designs uh, for their support uh, over the past two months. They were one of our earliest supporters. Um, They make really high quality products. They make phone cases as well as flasks themed to the game. Uh, They've got different classes for phone cases and flasks. They also have uh, dice rolling mats. Just really great stuff. Uh, You can look them up on Twitter at SDD Sand Dragon. They are worth the follow, my friends. They have uh, they've been running a promo right now where they're rolling a dice. Uh, a d20 and then taking that percentage off of the price of everything they have in stock so so definitely worth a look i got a dungeon master phone case from them i love it i have yet to make a friend doing it but i do hold my phone out at times to see if i'm sending up that flag you know someone eventually is going to be like hey i play too and then we're best friends that's how easy it's going to be i mean you keep telling yourself and it's good last Um, thing before we get into this episode is we are burning another cantrip candle this one is adventurer's bounty This is all the things you find when you defeat that dragon and you get those new items and that gold. What do you think of that, Dan? That's lovely. It's nice. I'm telling you. It's got got a tang to it because there's supposed to be some metal notes to that. I like that. But, you know, even the ones that uh, are supposed to smell bad, they just, they smell wonderful. Mm -hmm. I love it. I mean, but, you know, they're themed appropriately. Cantrip candles, keep up the great work. They're, They're also worth checking out quality products. So... This week, I just wanted to make note, not only did we create level 15 characters, but Garen and I also decided to theme the episode as characters that are dual-wielding weapons. So uh, we kind of knew going into this, neither one of us was going to be making a spellcaster. These characters must, we can do. We can still have the freedom to do whatever we want, but they must be dual-wielding weapons. So Garen, who did you bring into the lab with your level 15 dual-wielder? Thank you for granting me the floor. Now, you see, some years ago, a young Wan Ti which are a very evil race of snake people. Now, a Wanti pureblood looks almost entirely human, except this one who had some scales on his torso and small fangs in his, in his canine teeth. And he was sent to a big city to infiltrate the local wizard tower and earn their trust and eventually kill off some of the most powerful wizards by getting close to them. You know, they're not wrapped in their spells when they trust you and you slide a knife between their ribs. Well, to earn your trust of wizards, you got to read books. And he was reading, and he was actually a devout scholar in his tribe of the Wanti. Even as a young man, he loved to read. And when he was in the library, he met another young man, and they developed this deep bond. A young man who was a resident of the city, a young wizard in the tower, and their bond grew, 
and it blossomed into love and the young man became his husband. And even though he knew this man, Jin Sali Tadeva, my character, pardon, Jin Sali Tadeva. Okay. So you're the one with the hard name this week. I believe so, but I had to go off Wan T and how they yes, name. Yes. Even though his husband knew that he was Wan T, he was under this guise of, you know, leaving his people as an outcast, as a nomad, trying to find a better life. And he ended up dropping the bad guy undercover thing and just became part of the city. And he found happiness that he didn't think he'd have, but he also still decided to carry out his mission in some way. And that was by hunting down the enemies of the wizards that he was sent to kill. He decided to turn around and hunt down their enemies. Necromancers, red mages. He became a mage assassin of great renown. And Jasali Tadeva is a level 15 rogue, a wanty pureblood, a cloistered scholar background, lawful neutral alignment. And he is an assassin that carries a short sword and a dagger. Wonderful. I'm excited. I would like to introduce you to Sharnad... Panzor. Sharnad Panzor. He is a... You said that you had the easy name this week. You hardly got that out. Sharnad, also, you have nads in your name. Sharnad Panzor. Sharp nads. You didn't hear that when you wrote it down, did you? You're, you're awful. So he is a halfling fighter with the investigator background. He, I actually, uh, because he's level 15, I, show, I chose the martial arch, archetype for the purple dragon knight from the Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. I themed this... Uh, th- this is, this is going to be one of my less interesting backstories because uh, this is this is a player that you can plug and play in, really into virtually any campaign. He is a member of the Purple Dragon Knight. He is a trained spy. So he uh, is actually in, uh, trained to infiltrate various other groups that the Purple Dragon Knighthood would like more information on. So he's trained to infiltrate. He's got very high, uh, you know, perception and investigation skills, but also the Purple Dragon Knighthood, as you know, trains everyone in the knighthood to be a very skilled fighter. Absolutely. Um, so I think that we will also see that here as well. So he uh, he is a halfling, and he more than makes up for it with his might. His so, might be able to fight. He Oh, he he's able to fight, friendo. So, as far as melee is concerned... Yeah, tell me about Sharpnad's combat. Okay, so he has three attacks. That's a lot of attacks. That's a lot of attacks. I'm arguing a plus two here. He's mm, got naturally. a p- plus nine to hit. Wow. Yeah. Strength of plus four. He, I chose the two-weapon fighting style for a fighter. Obviously, we're dual-wielding here. Real quick, a halfling, small, slight, 18 strength you have. What does an 18 strength halfling look like? Oh, so he's actually, I mean, he's actually wider than he is tall. Really? This guy is like... Uh, he's Ron- a right tangle. No, he's Ronnie from Jersey Shore. Oh. Just shrunken down, but the width is not taken down to scale. I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, we're talking strict... A rhinoceros on two legs. Absolutely. Yeah. So he he has those three attacks. He's got the strength of a modifier plus four. He's got an 18 strength total. He's got two weapon fighting. He deals out a 1d6 plus four times two per attack. So he's got a he does he has a rapier in both hands. Mm-hmm. Uh six total attacks with that rapier, dealing out a maximum of 60 damage. Okay. He's fighting with kind of a thin blade then. He is. He, oh. Because he, he yes he also has a, a fairly high dexterity we'll get into that but he has a fairly high dexterity for a fighter so the potential total is is sixty damage per turn however he also has action surge which can grant him another action um, and then he's also proficient with four weapons uh, as I chose the weapon master feat so he is all over the place wow okay I, I apologize I I, uh, 
I said I said rapier. He he has two hand axes. My my apologies. He has two hand axes. Um, so he he uses hand axes. One d six plus four. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Visualizing two rapiers yeah. was very difficult. Yeah, for me. I, I I I apologize. That was so that he's was just great. chopping guys in half. Yeah. I wrote down a plus two as soon as you called him Ronnie from the Jersey Shore. Yeah. So oh, I'm not oh, arguing with you. Perfect. I'm also arguing a plus two. I have a Jinsali has a plus nine to hit. Because he's using his dex on his short sword, which is a 1d6 plus 4, and his dagger in his offhand, which is only a 1d4, because he is not proficient in offhand attacks. But he does have sneak attack damage, so he could do a potential 62 damage in one round, which is a little higher than you, I believe. Yeah, he also however, has... however, sneak attack damage does not apply to... it's, it's conditional, because it does not apply to He every... also has assassinate, which allows him to get advantage on attacks... And he also has the alert feat, which means he cannot be surprised, and he gets bonuses on initiative. So this guy is bound to get his sneak attack damage. Let me in. ask you, how does he grapple? How well does he grapple? He doesn't really care about grappling. If he's brought into a grapple, right? Uh-huh. Somebody's melee attacking him. He's if they try to grapple him, yeah. he has a 18 dex, and he has a really good shot of avoiding it. Good shot of avoiding it. He gets grappled, though. He fails his deck save. No, 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 no. He fails his deck save. Sharp nads. Go ahead and roll your grapple check. No, 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 no. He failed. You want me to? You want me to roll a grapple check? Roll your grapple check. You got it. That's a twenty-three. What do you have a bonus to grapple on? <laughs> I have a plus nine to strength. Plus nine to strength checks. Yeah. 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 yeah? All right. Oh, uh, what do you got? What'd you roll? A two. <laughs> okay. So now you're you've been you've been, I've been grappled. grappled. Okay. So now you need to do a strength check to get out. What's your strength? What does this have to do with melee is, damage? It's, this is certainly part of melee. I rolled a natural 20 <laughs> on that strength check. Is your argument over now? Your whole argument was just based on rolls. Okay, plus two. So I give him a plus two? Yeah, yeah. That was, that was fantastic. Thank you, Dai. Yeah, yeah. You're weighted. So for ranged attack, what does Jin Sali Tavadavadavadav? I'm, more, I'm arguing a plus one because I still have the sneak attack damage, I still have the alert feat and the assassinate, and I have a crossbow with a plus nine to hit and a 1d8 plus four. So I think a plus one is a very reasonable request. One attack? One attack. Mm. And your damage? High, high damage. Your, dam- your damage is what? 1d8 plus four with sneak attack and assassinate. No, neither, neither those are both Those count towards your crossbow attack. However, they're conditional. They're conditional. No, your maximum damage output on a typical roll when you've expended those other 12. two things is exactly. You're going to get a zero. You're a level 15 character, man. Yeah, but he gets up in your business. Zero. He's not. You know how I feel about ranged. Yeah. I yeah, never, yeah. you never vouched for ranged. I am arguing a plus one. I have a plus nine to hit with thrown daggers, which I have 10. I, they deal out 1d4 plus four piercing, and I get three attacks. So. Uh, 12 damage. Three times per turn. Oh, 1d4 plus 4. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, no, no, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So 1d4 plus 4 is 8 damage times 3 is 24. I was just thinking of the 1d4. I thought I was making a good point. I think a, a, plus, a one. plus 1 is a more than reasonable request. Okay. Then you got to pick up those daggers, though. And that's going to affect you on control. Or you can just go to Emergent and buy them. We're level 15. you got gold coming out of your ears. All right, wow, so... good argument. Okay. All right, so hang on a minute. Shut now, up. For burninating, I'm going to make this real easy. Nothing. I did not choose Eldritch Knight. I have no feats that grant me magic. Minus I have a negative two. two. Yep. Okay. All right. For burninating, I have Poison Spray as a natural wand ability. It is a ranged spell attack. It does 1d12 damage. I think I deserve a zero. That's, uh, but there's, that's, that's the only thing, right? Yes. You have one ability. Yeah. It's 1d12. You get a negative one. 
More than fair. That's a lot of damage, though. It, we're level 15. You have to have more than one thing to get to get a zero. Quit putting this in perspective. <laughs> Just let me argue. No. All right. All right so my turn for control. Oh, oh, oh. I, I see what you did there. A few times a day can cast suggestion. A few times a day? Yes. How many times? <laughs> let me suggest this. Why don't you look that up? <laughs> and we're not editing this out. Yeah, 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 I will. <laughs> I can cast it once a day. Oh, a few times, a few, a few times, a few times a day then. If I take a long rest, that's twice a day. Once per 24 hours a long rest. Yeah, but that's within the same day. I cast it, I take eight hours rest, <laughs> I cast it again. That's twice a day. I also have the ability to cast animal friendship as it applies to snakes as much as I want. So every snake I see is my friend. I also have reliable talent, which is a rogue ability where any ability check I roll below a 10 is at least a 10. Okay. So that is incredible. <laughs> that is my acrobatics, my athletics. You're arguing what on a stealth. Control? What are you arguing on control? Are I am done? arguing, With, I, are I, wrote, I wrote plus two. <laughs> Absolutely not. But now that we're getting into the conversation, yeah. it doesn't exactly feel like a plus two. <laughs> no, it's, it's so definitely. A plus one. No, you're getting zero. That's that's a fair zero. You have, you know, you can befriend snakes, which is very conditional. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. You don't run into terrifying. snakes. You don't run into snakes that often. There are snakes in every city. No. You got I call the, to the snakes. You got I call the sewer snakes you, you got out. A, you got a zero. They come up through the outhouses. And it's, and it's great. It's so good. And let me give you a suggestion. A zero. And I expended my once per day suggestion for you. Uh. Okay. So... I'm arguing a plus two, and actually, a fighter at level 15 has great control. And let me tell you why. Advantage against saves for being frightened. I have the indomitable feature, which allows me to re-roll re a failed save. Bulwark allows me to extend that to an ally, which, meaning, this is this is why this, fe this feature is a little bit interesting, okay? Most features, like Lucky, or if you take the Lucky feat, it does not allow the DM to determine the outcome of a save. Uh -huh. You would have to say, okay, well, I'm going to re-roll that because I don't think it's going to save. This will, this allows you to say, the, the DM can say, that failed, and I can say, I'm going to re-roll that, and then I can also extend that to one of my friends, okay? All right. I have Halfling Nimbleness, which allows me to pass through larger creatures' same space, so I can go in their square. Um, I have Silent Speech, which allows me but to... But you said you were so wide, how are you going to get past them? I ha this goes against your theming. Half halfling nimbleness. I go right through. You there. are not a nimble guy. Right? You, you I called go, yourself. No, no, no. Listen, I turn sideways, right, and I walk through their legs sideways. Um, I can't see Ronnie making it through a crowded bar. You arguing with the player's handbook or what, bruh? I'm arguing with your theming. <laughs> Silent speech, which allows me to speak with somebody silently, with that as long as they understand my language. I have lucky, which allows me to re-roll a one. I have watcher's eye, which allows me to easily find criminal outposts and watch posts. Plus two. Easily found criminal outposts? Correct. That's more of a smooth operator thing, don't you think? No, it's battle control, because if there's a criminal outpost, outpost or watch post, where people are sniping arrows, I can find them without... If they're sniping before, arrows, you'd have a pretty good they, idea where those arrows are coming before from. Before they even shoot, I can find it and say, there are people up there that are going to shoot arrows at us. We should be stealthy. Plus two. I'm sure you could probably see it Plus if two. it's range to shoot an arrow. Plus two. You can never make it through somebody's space... You want me Being to the brick house that you are. You want me to repeat the list or no? You know what? You're so cocky. I want you to roll on this one. My charisma is, roll. is zero. So I need a 17 or better. 16. Oh. I get a plus one. Oh. Did that hurt a little? It did. Yeah. Because you deserved it. Okay. It was your attitude. And so 
for tankiness, I'm going to take the initiative here. Even though you have the alert feat, I'm taking initiative. I am arguing a plus one. I have an AC of 16, but I have 210 health points. It's a lot. How did you get that much? I took the tough feat. Oh, okay. Yeah. I also, right have, I also have a 14 constitution, which allows a plus two modifier. I'm also arguing this because I have second wind, which allows me to regain 1d10 plus 15 HP recovery per, per long rest. So You wanted a plus one. Yeah, yeah, no, you get it. That That is the beefiest halfling I've ever heard of. Yeah, 210 HP. I'm telling you, this is Ronnie. It is Ronnie, absolutely. What do you what, got? I wonder how he's doing. Ronnie, how are you? If you're listening, look us up <laughs> at D&D Character Lab. We want to talk to you, Ronnie. Are you still with Sammy? We're curious. I am arguing a plus one. I have an AC of 15. I have 120 hit points, which is sounded like a lot until this conversation started. But I also have Uncanny Dodge, which you know allows me to reduce damage by half if I see the attack coming. I have advan- I have evasion, which gives me saves on AoE damage. I have advantage on saves against magic. I'm immune to poison and poison damage. I have blind sense. Doesn't apply in this situation as soon as I set it. I also took the Mage Slayer feat, which when a creature concentrate or um, I have advantage on saves for spells cast within five feet of me. Yeah, the AC of 15 and 120 HP the uncanny dodge is really nice. It increases my tankiness by it does quite a bit. It basically and gives that's me why, and half that's, as much life again. That's why I'm going to make you roll for this. Okay, I'm arguing a plus one. And I'm arguing a zero. So, so yeah. I need a 15, and I do have a charisma of 16. Whew. This is a very charismatic guy. He is. Because he's got to work his way in. He's very spy Sure, rogues are charismatic people. Yeah. Oh, I rolled a nine. Ah, not okay, going to Okay, so I'm getting a zero. Okay, and so, ally assist, what do you have? I can cast Suggestion. Once a day. and I, I also thought it was have, a few times. It's not a few times? It's, well, you know, it depends on the day. Okay. So, you know, let's call it once. Let's call it one and a half times a day. <laughs> one and a half times a day, I can use suggestion. I also have the alert feed, so I can help my friends by never being surprised. Let them know, hey, there's danger nearby. Hey, let's start this battle. I got advantage on initiative. This is a stretch. I deserve a... <laughs> look on your face. You thought I was going to say plus two. Zero. zero. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you get a zero. That's All right. Funny. Uh, I'm arguing a plus two. I have, all right, so I have Bulwark, which allows me to uh, extend that failed save uh, reroll to a friend. I have Inspiring Surge, which allows me to give Action Surge to one of my allies as a, as a reaction. So really? They can, yeah, so they can use, uh, they can expend a reaction and uh, actually attack. And then I also have Rallying Cry, which is really nice. It'll, it allows me to ex- give 15 HP when I extend, expend um, Second Wind. It allows me to give that to three of my ally friends, 15 HP. This is a real, because the, the Purple Dragon Knights, I mean, they're they're a army. Yep. They're a group of guys that fight together. Well, and, and he's, yeah, he's he is used to protecting his boys. He's yeah. a very loyal guy, and he's, you know, trained, as as we'll find out when we get to the charisma, he's, he's trained in really being a sneaky dude. I am impressed by how many things you had for that you wanted a plus two i'm going to give it to you i think it seals the deal for me on this episode yeah, I think I just we've lost. been there before there sneaky man he, he's he's keeping score I, I i don't trust him all right so what do you think your abilities balance is so i only took two feats here so i did up my ability so i'm i'm arguing it plus two Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a strength of 18, a dex of 14, constitution of 14, intelligence of 14, wisdom of 14, charisma of 10. I have proficiency in five things, which are animal handling, athletics, insight, investigation, and perception. You know, he can make range attacks with daggers. 
he can attack, you know, because we're, you know, and, and so he's, he's also an investigator, right? So his wisdom is a plus two modifier, but he has proficiency in perception, investigation, insight. So he's able to ascertain information. Mm-hmm. His passive, per, his passive perception is 17. Uh-huh. There's not much getting past this guy. I'm, I'm just arguing. It's, it's a plus two. He's, he's very balanced. Okay. You know what? I'm going to say that he deserves a plus one just because I think my guy is a little bit more balanced. And I don't think they're on the same level. Let's hear it. I have two feats as well. So I did a couple ability bonuses. I have a strength of 10, a dex of 18, a con of 10, an intelligence of 14, a wisdom of 12, and a charisma of 16. I see you shaking your head, but let me finish. I have saving three proficient saving throws. That's a nine for dex, a seven for intelligence, and a six for wisdom. I also have proficiency in six abilities, including a 13 in persuasion and a 13, a 12, and a 12 in investigation. Where was this in control? Good point. <laughs> you could persuade somebody to be out of, you could persuade somebody out of battle. You can say, I don't think we should fight. You should just give me all your money. So with a 13 in persuasion. No. Let me roll <laughs> no, this. No, 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 Let no, me no, roll no, no. this. Let me roll this. See what happens. No. I say I deserve a plus two. You deserve a plus one. Here's no, the roll. It's not going to happen. I'm Dan, we my already guy, expended our roles. My guy has so much more going uh, on. Yeah, yeah, than your yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. Your guy's a great team player, but I just rolled a 15, which, which is, is a, a 28. 28. <laughs> you're convinced. You're, you're convinced. Get, so you're arguing it for balance? Yeah. Yeah, plus two. And you get a plus one. Yep. Okay. So for friendly charisma, what do you have? Back in the game. I have library access as a cloistered <laughs> soft scholar. <laughs> They will let me in to any library. And you can tell them exactly what Dewey Decimal System they can find any book. I work my way amongst the shelves. You're doing this like very overtly sexual movement here. That's, how, is, I, that's how I move through the library. You're caressing these books here. I grab myself a copy of James Joyce's Ulysses. I hide behind it. I peek out over it. No, no, you're doing, no, you're doing Fifty Shades of Grey movement right now. 13 of Persuasion, 12 of Investigation. Eight of deception, I mean, nine of acrobatics, that's a plus two. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that. Plus 13 to persuasion. You yeah. Can, that's a game changer. I'm talking my way into everything at this point. What um, are you arguing? I'm also arguing a plus two. I have plus seven to insight, plus seven to investigation, plus seven to perception, plus two to stealth, and then I plus also... Plus two to stealth? You're even arguing also, a plus two to stealth? I also have plus two to sleight of hand. So, a guy in a black hooded sweatshirt I also, has a plus but, two to stealth. But I also wanted to bring in the... Passive perception of 17. So while the smooth operator is basically how how are we able to role play and be an agent of change within... But do you have any features, apart from your skills, do you have anything else that gives you a leg up and smooth Did operator? I mention Watcher's Eye that I can, that I can see? You did, dogs. and you applied that directly to control. You were yes. very heavy into that in yes. control. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, after hearing your list of abilities in plus two... You obviously earn a plus two, I'm arguing a zero. Plus seven to insight, plus seven to investigation, plus seven to uh, perception. I also have a 17 in passive perception. That, that's, that's a game changer. Um, you can tell if somebody's lying. You know, you, if, if they have their back turned or you're in their house over there for, oh, let me go to the bathroom. And then you can investigate their quarters and see what kind of person they really are. So you're sitting around in full armor waiting for this guy to have to pee. And then you're all over his stuff. He's in chain mail. I mean, that's I, definitely a zero. It, it, yeah, it's a zero. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That plan deserves a zero. Okay. All right, so let's round it out. 
Aggressive charisma. What do you got? Plus nine to strength saves, plus mm -hmm. four strength modifier. So anything that involves... So if I'm going to knock down a door, if you're going to make me do a strength save, plus nine. Did uh, you write plus two for that? No, plus one. And you're just going on strength? Just well, on your ability to muscle so, your way out of things? Okay, well, you get me in a grapple, chances are I'm getting out. You get me uh, where we need to knock down a door, there's not many doors that are going to survive a plus nine to a strength roll. Mm -hmm. um, my charisma is zero. So I am not very intimidating. I have zero to intimidation rolls. Okay. Uh, so that's natural. Uh, I'm arguing a plus one, though, just because of the brute strength. I, I, I feel like it's more of a zero. I'm arguing plus one because of the, the sheer amount of strength. I mean, you, you have to but imagine But it's, like, it's basically one thing. Strength is your one thing. But, but let me and tell you this. Let me tell you this. I'm going to bring in... You were arguing earlier that one I've thing deserves before. a minus one. I'm, I'm saying this. a zero. I've done this before with the Dragonborn episode where we had the opposite Dragonborns. So he's a short but stout guy that walks in and you automatically get this sense that this dude is a hell of a lot stronger than you are. He has 210 health points and an AC of 16. And you see that right off the bat. You, you do. Go, you wow, see, no, you see, that guy's got 210 health you points. You see, I mean, without strictly not talking about his game mechanics, you see that this guy has a firm constitution. You're mm. like, this is Abe Lincoln just upholding the constitution. He's got more traps than the legend of the hidden temple. Yellow monkeys or whatever, yeah. Um... Okay, that's that's my argument. Plus one. That's got to be a zero. No, plus one. That's got to be a zero. No, I'm arguing. I'm arguing a plus one. I got that sneak attack damage, which if I need to get my way out of a thing, just straight up assassinating a guy is a great way to go about it. I also have the fangs and the scaly torso with the plus eight to deception, plus three to intimidation, and nothing else. And you're arguing a what? Plus one. I think we both get zeros. We. We probably both get zeros. Yeah. We don't have much to offer here. <laughs> I think we're My both, guy's sneaky, we're both your guy's strong. We're both selling, overselling this here. All right. All right, so uh, X-Factor. X-Factor, uh, this is a really cool character. I Wow, the, Garen, top-notch argument. <laughs> okay, bad opening sentence. <laughs> I'm actually surprised how much I enjoyed making this guy. I thought just a straight-up rogue assassin would never be a character that I'd really want to play, but it was the backstory and the kind of angle that I took it when I threw the Mage Slayer feet on there. I was more excited for the opportunity for how he would approach combat and what his goals would be in the game. And that was what really drove me forward. And that I think is what drives any character forward is what motivates that character. It's not just that he's a fighter, but why is he a fighter? What does he fight for? And what gets his goat? What grinds his gears? Yeah. What floats his boat, what butters his bread. That's, yeah. I, I also just wanted to reiterate, like, I, I went a similar path as you did. I didn't multi-class. I went mm -hmm. with a fighter. I didn't go magic. I went straight two-weapon fighting fighter. Yeah. And the amount of abilities that you get and that, you know, the ally assist that you get as a fighter in these upper levels... It's impressive. It's also, I, I used to play a fighter in one of our campaigns. I wish I would have stuck it out until level 15 because this would have been a lot of fun to play. Also, doing it as a halfling and theming this guy as just this little tank that walks in, I would love to roleplay that. And One of the cooler visuals we've had, I think. Yeah, and, and he's he's got no charisma, so he walks in there and he just doesn't take any shit from anybody. I mean, it's like he's he's this little tank, and, and, and if anybody looks at him sideways... You They're know, like, oh, we got a situation here. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
so yeah, I, I I had a lot of fun making this character. It doesn't. Re it's not really an argument for X Factor, but I really do think that this would be a unique character play. So, what is the total score? I, I I think these guys are kind of exactly what we said they were. They're good at a couple of things, and they are not well-rounded characters as far as other classes go. You won six to five. Really low scores. Yeah. I would have thought level 15 characters would have been through the roof. Uh, we've been scoring up in the high single digits, even double digits lately. But these guys are just very specific. Yes. I, I think that if we would have gone multi-class, if we would have gone, uh, you know, specific archetypes or feats that allowed us to go magic or this and that and the other, we could have easily scored higher in some of these categories. But I think we explored just the natural class a little bit more in level 15. This wasn't something that we planned to do. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it was because of dual wielding. Who knows? Yeah. But had a lot of fun making this. Uh, I will accept victory. So what's the score now? You are winning. You don't know what the score is? You're winning six to five. Just like today. Just like today. Yeah, it's exactly. That's what it was supposed to be. Perfect. Well, we're going to be back with episode 12 next week with Grungs. Let's roll for the level. One. That's not going to be very interesting. Level one Grungs. Level one Grungs. And that is because Woods of the Coast released another Extra Life bonus feature that you could get on Drive Through RPG. I believe it's only five bucks, and you too can play a Grung, which, if you don't know, is a little frog person with poisonous skin. So we're going to both be making level one Grungs. And until then, remember, it doesn't have to be optimized. It just has to be fun. Have a great week, guys. And a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DND Character Lab. Or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. Yeah.